Hey guys, hey guys, good morning. It's Kamisha H. from Dope Girls Pray Podcast, and we are back for our segment, A Seat at the Table. Guys, I'm so excited about this segment, A Seat at the Table. A Seat at the Table literally is for women who are in business, ministry, entrepreneurship, um, whatever kind of ship, kingdompreneurs, kingdomship, whatever, um, literally, who are hard and working for the kingdom. And so basically, we created this platform, A Seat at the Table which is a physical platform to make sure that all women feel that they belong at the table there is a seat for you at the table so I'm excited about this segment because we're going to be talking about so many dope things have like a little bit of dope collaborations of different people who will be coming on and speaking with us on certain topics as it pertains to all things women all things womanhood yes all things womanhood because there are some things as women that we go on on a journey literally as we're walking for God Um, and so I'm excited about this segment we'll be talking about things from singleness and singleness and waiting relationship business ministries pros and cons and different things of that nature and tips and suggestions more importantly because we are completely strategists when it comes to this kind of stuff we don't like to offer a problem and not give a solution so we like to strategize at the same time but we give out tips and suggestions for how to actually cope through these type of adversities or just if you're just walking and maybe you're just on a journey for something specific and having tips um so i'm excited again about this again i'm your host kimisha h from Dope Girls Pray International, and we are tuned for a segment, A Seat at the Table. So guys, let's kind of just dive in. Let's open up with prayer. So Father, we thank you. Father, we love you, and we honor you, and we magnify you. Father, we adore you. We lift you up, and we reverence your holy name. Father, you are Adonai, your Elohim. You are El Shaddai, your El Kaddish. Father, you are Yahweh, and we reverence you for who you are. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, who you sent to die on the cross for our sins, Father you and the flesh and we thank you for holy spirit who is the guide and the navigator and the comforter of christ and so father we invite you all in on this gathering this conversation this meeting father we pray that you take over the airways we take control over the thermal sphere father we change every miscommunication father and we take over the realm of communication and father we release your breath father flow to every region every nation every city every country father that where this podcast is being heard father let true jesus ignite and permeate all over this atmosphere and it's in jesus's name that we pray so guys listen we're excited again for our segment a seed at the table a seat at the table i want to kind of just start this off with this because i hear the holy spirit saying this so clear you are wanted you are wanted you are wanted sometimes literally as we're journeying We go through different adversities where we don't feel wanted. We don't feel like we belong. We don't feel like there's a seat for us because sometimes the enemy, what he does, not sometimes, but yes, what he does, he releases destiny blockers, destiny blockers. Destiny blockers are literally people who are sent to block you from reaching your destiny. They're like stumbling blocks. They're hindrances. And so that's why literally, guys, it's so important that every day when we're getting up, we're doing these cancellations and declarations at the same time we're canceling satanic roadblocks word curses witchcraft assignments is so important because in order to elevate in anything in the kingdom um, you have to make sure that you're canceling any assignments from the enemy because he's sent to make sure that there is no elevation that there is no elevation so it's very important that daily when we're getting up, you know, that we're doing cancellations. Come on, because I hear this in the spirit. What does that look like? So literally, is I can do the simple, basic way um, for podcast sake. But literally, when you're canceling word curses and you say, maybe I'm canceling demonic invocations, incantations, uh, pronunciations, um, 
word curses, which is what it is, then you're using scripture to back it up. A scripture to back it up could be every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned because a word curse is something that is done with the mouth. So that's very important that in the morning, like even though we're doing affirmation, guys, and we're affirming things that we're also canceling things at the same time, because there's the enemy that's assigned to block your destiny. You have to also cancel witchcraft assignments um, because there are people, literally diviners, um, chanters who does enchantments um, and the incantations, all that stuff fall into that witchcraft assignments, hexes, all of that who literally are assigned to make sure that you do not get to your destiny. So you got to be digging those things up at the root. <coughs> Excuse me. Even with witchcraft, we got to be careful because if they do the witchcraft based off of the letters in your name so if you have less than six letters they're hanging it in the air so that means you're canceling things that they've hung in the air if your name has less than six letters um if you have more than six letters like more than seven letters they're burying it in the ground so we're canceling things that they're burying in the ground if that's how many letters you have in your name this type of stuff is important to know because you can't dig up what you don't know or you can't i hear the lord saying it like this or you can't dig up where you don't go right so if you don't know where to go you don't know what to dig up so that's very important too right demonic altars that is very paramount that you're canceling those things too because there are people believe it or not yes girl yes you <coughs> excuse me <coughs> excuse me guys yes you who are very important <coughs> even <coughs> excuse me and even in other countries people are plotting against you you may think well hey I'm just a local girl who knows about me, who's worried about me. Honey, the enemy starts five years before his time. With some of you, he started 10 years before his time to make sure that you don't get to destiny. So believe it, you're important to the adversary. If you don't think you're important to people, you're important to the adversary. And the more that God highlights you, watch this, the more that you actually become more important to people, right? So therefore, even with demonic altars, which are shrines that people are literally using with your pictures, with your names and they're putting word curses they're doing witchcraft assignments this stuff sounds spooky but it's real it's real you know and you have to make sure that every day that you are canceling this and you're releasing gods especially for demonic altars his consuming fire right his consuming fire as he states in hebrews that you're releasing his consuming fire to every room that literally there's an altar a shrine with your picture and name that is set up guys it's important people die every day because they did not do cancellations so it's very paramount it's imperative that if you are operating in the kingdom of god literally and you're doing things for the father in his willing in his alignment that we're doing cancellations of these word curses of these witchcraft assignments and of these demonic altars it's very important because these destiny blockers they come literally what does the bible say that the enemy walks the earth looking to see whom he can devour and that the enemy also comes to kill steal and destroy so that means he's not playing with you you know, so even while you're on the journey of whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's ministry, whether if you're in a season of entrepreneurship, right, literally, you have to make sure that you're canceling things, but also declaring things too at the same time, because the, the key with binding and loosing that when you bind something, you have to lose something now to fill that space, because there was something that literally that was in that capacity. So it's very important that when you bind, that you lose something to feel it so for instance what's an example so if you're doing deliverance right and you're binding uh depression right then you want to release peace you want to release joy because it's the opposite if someone is depressed they don't have joy right they don't have happiness so when you're binding and loosen you're binding whatever the strong man is but then you're releasing something of god right the breath of god and something that comes from his breath and from his spirit so that part is important too so I just want to go back to you are wanted, you are wanted, you are wanted, you are wanted. I have to say, I don't know who needs to keep hearing this. You are wanted, you are wanted and God loves you and he sees you because sometimes as I was saying earlier, 
when we go on this journey and literally and watch this, thank you, Holy Ghost, because sometimes we'll feel like we're not wanted, but then there are seasons where the Lord has to isolate us, right? So he keeps us from around people. He keeps us from around like literally being in circles and different things. And it's because God wants our mouths inclined to his ear, right? Or he wants our ear inclined to his mouth, right? It depends on the situation of how he's using you in that season. But there are some seasons where God needs your ears. Write this down if you're a note taker. God needs my ears. God needs my ears because some of you, you're taking isolation as rejection and it's not rejection. Although rejection will always be a people's thorn because the Lord will allow some rejection to reside a little bit so that literally, watch this, will always have a reason to keep coming back to him. So he'll leave a little bit of rejection so that he'll make sure that we come back to him because some of us sometimes can go too far because there are some seasons where God does introduce us to tables, right? And literally the table may only been for a certain situation and you, but some of you, you sat down too long. You was only supposed to sit down, get a meal, which could have been an impartation and go. Get paid for your check and go. And if it was free, to God be the glory. But some of you sat down for too long. You stayed at those tables for too long. Because can I tell you this? That the Lord can use whom he wills to give the door of influence. Come on. And for some of you, you need to pray for the door of influence. You need the person who literally has the door that can introduce you. Because some of you are sitting on many gifts, literally but you need someone that has divine influence to open the door. But sometimes the Lord can use somebody that has influence even in the world. Yeah, even in the world that could not be in the church to introduce you to the door in the realm of divine influence because influence has a realm of its own, a realm, R-E-A-L-M. There is a realm of influence where God makes your name great, not where you make your name great. And so I say this and I want to encourage someone, wait for the door of influence from the father, because anything that comes too fast, is not always God. There are some things where the Lord does divine acceleration because some of you are delayed. You were supposed to be there a long time ago, right? But then there are some of you that literally you're trying to do it on your own and you're conjuring up some spirits that are not of God because everything, yes, does operate in spiritual law, but every spirit is not a Holy Spirit, right? And every spirit is not the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, right? So we got to be very careful that when we're manifesting, we're making affirmations and declarations that we're doing it in the will of God and we're in his alignment because you can conjure something and manifest something and be out of God's timing. And that's how you know that it's not God. Because the one thing about the father, before he introduces you to next, he makes sure that you're equipped for what's coming next. So there, come on, there's no next without tools. There's no next without assignments, right? Because for instance, say if God did call you to be a millionaire, right? It's very important though that you're equipped to be able to handle what comes from the money realm because there's principalities to every realm. They're assigned to every realm, right? Because that's the warfare literally that we feel. And this is why it's so important that we really get mantled before we walk out here. A mantle literally is a protection. It's a cloak that you wear that covers you from the warfare. It doesn't stop it, but it doesn't allow you to feel it as hard or as much, right? But that's very important because some of us are trying to operate in some dimensions. Well, I won't say yet dimensions because if it's dimensions, only God can introduce you to there or invite you there, but realms. Some of us are trying to enter into some realms that God did not call us. And we're trying to figure out why we're getting beat up, why our finances are being affected, why our life is being affected. Some of you suffer with some mental instabilities, right? You suffer with things of the mind. You suffer with suicide. You suffer with depression. Um, you suffer with these type of mind formalities, these chemical imbalances, right? And it's because some of you literally have stepped into some things too early or you stepped out of it, out of the will of God. You cannot manifest anything that God did not say. First of all, God is the manifester. He's the only one that can manifest. It's only us that brings things into alignment and into order, but you can only align and set order to what God said. So that's why it's so important. Come on, I'm still here. 
that we only pray what's in the will of God for our lives. I will give you a prayer to help you in this journey. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, give us this day. Watch this, go back. On earth as it is in heaven, right? So that means literally, watch this, that the will for your life is already done in heaven. God has already revealed it. He has already manifested. Well, let me take let me take that back. God has already manifested. Right? He's manifested what is the will for your life. Then literally when it comes to appointed time, here's this thing called time where he reveals it. Watch this. Now it's revealed on earth as it is in heaven. This is where prophecy comes from because literally prophecy is revelation. It's the revelation of God. It's the mind of God. It's the thoughts of God, right? It's what he said about you. And so literally once this revelation is revealed, now it sits there and it waits for a prophet or someone who has prophetic utterances where they can prophesy, right? Because prophecy is a spirit that's, that's, that's just not subjected to the office of the prophet, but all the believers can prophesy under the anointing of the spirit of prophecy but it sits there and floats waiting for a prophet to come or someone who was prophetic to come to see and hear the word of the lord for your life right and then they release it now watch this once the word is released here comes the war that's why it's so important that we're mantled right because mantles are not just for um, people who are in ministry, right? Because we have this misconception that mantles are for people who are just in ministry. No, mantles are for assignments. Write that down. Mantles are for assignments. It's for anyone who has a kingdom assignment on the earth, meaning a God-given kingdom assignment on the earth. Because everybody who has an assignment for the kingdom of God, you need the full armor of God. You need to be protected from the warfare that's going to come from that assignment so we have to kill this misconception that mantles are only for people in ministry mantles literally are for anyone who has a god-given divine kingdom assignment but that's why it's so important that we're mantled before we're walking out in whatever assignment that God calls you in. Because watch this. Some of you are not assigned to the church. You're not going to be preaching in the pulpit. Some of you are assigned to the world because Jesus said to go out. So there has to be some people that are at the church because those people that are coming in, they need a door greeter. They need that person to segue them in to be able to hear the voice of God clearly right for their next place on their own. But then there's some people that after you've gotten the equipping that you needed from the church, you need to go out, right? So you're not going to always go out by being a preacher. You're not going to always go out by being a teacher. The Lord may have you in the world to be the best mom. And watch this. That's okay. But then watch this. You'll still need the mantle for the warfare of the mouth of the naysayers who put their mouths on you just because you're a great mom. Come on, how many of you are broken down literally because people try to say, oh, you pick up your children too much, or oh, you love your kids too much, or oh, you're buying your, your kids things too much, and it's not that you're spoiling them. You're being what a mom is supposed to be, compassionate, loving, caring, watchful. You're paying attention to your children. But there are some people who are destiny blockers, here this words again, that are assigned to make sure that you don't feel like that you are who God said. So I just wanted to come back to say, you are enough. No matter what it is that the Lord has called you to do on the earth, you are enough. And I say this, you're doing a great job. And for those of you who are not doing what God called you to do, you got to get into alignment. Because watch this, the warfare does not stop just because you said no. It continues. You know why? Because you can change your mind. You can change your mind. You can decide tomorrow that, you know, I'm going to say yes, that I'm going to actually do what God said. And so the enemy, he never stops fighting because, you know, we has this we have this one thing. It's called free will. And we can make a decision literally to not serve God tomorrow, but then or I mean today and then we can serve him tomorrow. And he knows it. He knows it. Why? Because the greatest miracle that Jesus ever performed on the earth was conversion of our minds. It only takes one encounter. It only takes one encounter with true Jesus and your life can be changed.
forever. So guys, we're going to end it here. Make sure you tune in again back next week. Uh, we may have a collaboration. We may not. But make sure you come back to here again, A Seat at the Table. This podcast, guys, is going to be awesome. It's going to be dope because it's going to be uplifting. But it's going to also come with some cutting sometimes because we need to be corrected. Cutting actually aligns you back to the will of the Father because that's what prophets come to do. They come to get you aligned. So, Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you and we magnify you. Father, we adore you. Father, we thank you for the word that you have released here on today. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit who literally fulfilled the needs of the people because we know the job of the Holy Spirit is to fulfill the needs of the people at the time. And so, Father, this was a need at the time. The people needed to know that they were wanted and that there is a seat at the table for them. But before we can sit at your table, Father, we know we have to be in your will and in your alignment. And so, Father, we ask you to align us to your will. But first, we had to make a decision. And, Father, I heard this literally as you said it. And this is for all of you that are listening. He said a split decision. That means you had to make a, a decision in a moment. You had to truly decide first to follow Jesus as who he is, not who he was because he's still living. And then decide literally that you're going to do what it is that God sent you on the earth to do. Because, Father, we know that we are spiritual being here, having an earthly experience but we're here on assignment. So there's something that we are assigned to do on the earth. Father, let your light shine bright through us. Father, so that when they see us, they don't see us, but they only see your son, Jesus. Father, for he is the highlighter, Father, and we are just the highlight to carry this light. And so, Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for every viewer, every listener. Father, we declare and decree a double portion over everyone, literally who wants to do your will and in alignment of what you said and have written for them and so father we thank you and we love you and we won't forget to give you all the glory and the praise and the honor when this happens father we won't get deja vu or forget about you but father we'll stay close literally to the hem of your garment and it's in jesus's name that we pray amen all right guys listen we're done we're out of our time here today guys i hope that you enjoyed this podcast share it with somebody else guys remember stay blessed and remember dope girls do pray there's a seat at the table Good morning, good morning. You guys are tuned into the Dope Girls Pray podcast. Again, I am your host, Kamisha H. And guys, I am so excited to be with you guys here one more time again, as the old folks used to say it, one more time again. Listen, guys, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, we're just going to flow. So I'm going to open up with prayer. So Father, we thank you. We love you. Father, we honor you and we magnify you. Father, we adore you. We lift you up and we reverence your holy name, Father, for you are holy. And we worship you as holy, Father. We invite you in on this meeting, this conversation, this spirit-led, fun-filled conversation, Father. And we ask you to make way and take reign over the airways, Father. We cancel every assignment from the enemy on today, Father. And we give you permission to take over this conversation, Father. Do what you do best, Father. Hide me behind the cross and never let them see me, but only let them see you because it's all about you and it's you that shall get the glory from out of this and it's only in Jesus's name that we pray amen 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 listen guys I'm so excited to be here I tried to literally not do it on a weekly basis because I don't want our viewers listeners and audiences to get bored sometimes when you put out too much content at one time it doesn't give people something to look forward to so i only try to record a podcast when the holy spirit gives me a download for something that he wants to release and so um i think it was a week ago or a couple of days ago the holy spirit had gave me um discipline over distractions discipline over distractions and i thought that this was something really important to kind of talk about with the discipline over distractions because as you're journeying right because we're on a journey a never-ending journey um there is a lot of discipline that needs to be 
practice right because there's a lot of distractions that come at the same time and distractions could be of many things um distractions could be your job distractions could be family distractions could also sometimes be a spouse let's just be honest um the enemy will use whoever and whomever is closest in proximity to us to distract us because the whole purpose of a distraction is to make sure that we don't get to our final destination and so we want to kind of talk about some things and tips on discipline because the distractions are not going to stop let's look at the distractions like even you can make it um simultaneously compares it to labor pains when you know that you're in labor literally there are something called contractions right contractions um and this basically lets your body know that the baby is coming, that something is being birthed. And so anytime when you find yourself in a season where there's a lot of distractions, know that a baby is around the corner, that purpose is about to be birthed somewhere because there is no baby without contractions. And watch this, there is no purpose without distractions. And so literally sometimes you have to learn these mechanisms of discipline and birthing, they call them like breathing techniques, right? Because if you posture your body a certain way, if you sit at a certain angle, if you do different kind of breathing techniques, it's supposed to make your labor something easy. Now, I don't really know too, too, too much about labor, even though I have three children. I had all three C-sections, so I've never really experienced labor, labor pains, except with my youngest son. Um, I actually did experience labor, preterm labor, um, and I had to end up getting an emergency c-section because i had preeclampsia um but i've never experienced experience like actually sitting on a table and literally going through the woes of labor however when i do get married again that is something that i do want to experience i want to have a baby naturally because it's been 10 years almost 11 years since i had a child um all of my kids are with my first ex-husband from my first marriage and so literally um I said this time and go around when I have a baby, my body has recovered and healed enough that I can have a baby naturally. So I said, literally, I do want to go through the process of having a baby the natural way, although I don't mind getting cut. <laughs> I do not mind getting cut. But at the same time, I do want to go through the experience of having a baby naturally so anywho um as i was saying though that there is no baby without contractions and there is no assignment without distractions so literally we we're talking about like how you posture yourself and position yourself is supposed to make the labor easy and it's the same thing when you're birthing purpose there are some things that you have to posture yourself as well that can help with the birthing of purpose making it easy one of those things first and foremost you know this is our foundation prayer Prayer has to be your foundation and your basis when it comes to anything, whether it's in business or in ministry, that has to be your foundation. What is prayer, right? Really quickly, because I have to explain this stuff as if like there is somebody for the first time that's listening to this podcast and they've never heard us talk before about anything pertaining to Jesus, kingdom, whatever, church, however you want to name it. And so literally prayer is relationship. Prayer's foundation is relationship. It's your line of communication with the Father. It's your communion. It's how you commune with him. Because Adam used to walk in the garden with the Father. He used to commune. And commune means to communicate. So you, there is no relationship without communication. And so prayer has to be the first thing as it pertains to discipline, as a help a tip a foundation a root of how literally it keeps you focusing on track prayer and there's different measures of prayer because as you are journeying right some of us in the beginning we're just like just doing regular prayers father thank you for waking us up this morning thank you for life and then there comes a time that truly when you really walk and you become saved in christ right and you begin to build relationship and you start aligning yourself to receive holy ghost then there's something else that comes in addition with prayer and it's called the gift of tongues right it's the gift of the holy ghost right 
right? It's the gift of the supernatural. And then your prayer life, it has to change because why? Now you are no longer ignorant of the enemy's devices because the Bible says that we are not ignorant of the enemy's devices. And so literally now your prayer has to ascend. It has to go up. Because you can't pray the same way you used to pray. It's not going to work. Trust me. So some of you that have been battling um, and you're like, well, I'm still going through warfare, right? I'm going through this warfare because um, and it's like I'm praying, but nothing is changing. It could be because you're not ascending with prayer, right? There's an ascension to prayer and an ascension with prayer, right? And so literally as you go up, meaning as God lifts you because he's the lifter of men, your prayer life and your prayer language, it has to change because it has to match where you're going because there's principalities that is assigned to your destination, right? And as you go higher, they send out higher principalities to walk with you and to fight against you, right? So literally, Literally, if you're feeling in a place where, hey, I am praying, right? That could be your situation. I am praying, but I'm still experiencing the warfare. And it's not saying the prayer is supposed to make the warfare stop. But you have authority that you can control the narrative of what wants to happen. Because the Bible says this, I'll give you proof. That the weapons will form, but they would not prosper. And so even though the weapons will form, we have the authority to cause them not to prosper. Right. So the last time we were talking about like cancellations and affirmations, all of that is important. And every day you got to be praying against your adversary because every day your adversary is praying against you. Right. So even while you're walking, these distractions of people that could come. Right. Because watch this. The enemy needs a willing vessels that's spiritual law every spirit needs a vessel so literally the vessel that the enemy uses to frustrate us are something that's called witches and warlocks right these people are for hire they're hirelings right and literally the enemy looks for willing vessels people who have bad hearts and literally he goes and he uses them to frustrate you what's the second tip don't engage and ignore Many of you are going to thank me later for this one. Don't engage and ignore. You cannot engage and you have to ignore. Now watch this. This is going to be hard for many of us and for many of you because some of you have a history where you are not known to be a punk. And this one right here can be hard for many people who are used to defending themselves, defending themselves, excuse me, and standing up for themselves. So they feel the need that I have to say something because if this person or these people, they do this or they do that. If I don't say anything that I look like a punk, I look like a coward, I look like that I'm afraid. But I'm going to tell you one thing, silence is a bigger weapon and a better weapon than you actually speaking. Because when you speak for yourself, you can do more. More damage and God wants to fight our battles and so literally when we let him do this God can literally handle people places and things better than we can because the Bible says this that vengeance is mine and then watch this when you literally speak out something prematurely or if you try to defend yourself you know you might can get your point across we've all been there before however the back end of what the father could have wanted to do or give you now you could possibly forfeit it you could possibly forfeit it because why one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. This is something, it's a discipline. We're talking about discipline. This is something that has to be practiced, self-control. Because watch this, as you go higher, there are some things that you cannot respond to. I remember my first year walking into ministry, the Holy Spirit used to say something to me. He used to say, carnal, too low carnal too low because the bible says what the weapons of our warfare are not carnal so there were some things that was just too low level to respond to and honestly if you are someone that the lord is uh he wants to do something great with you got to get accustomed to people talking about you you got to get accustomed to people lying on you you got to get accustomed to people trying to defame you and defamate your character it's going to come with the call because there is no way that you can ascend in Christ without being persecuted. And I'm talking about real persecution. You know, not just somebody is jealous because we spend a lot of time on haters. Some of these people are not really haters. They're fans. 
I'm going to say that again because there was like a hush that just came over Jerusalem. Some of these people are not haters. They're fans. And so literally, you got to be able to discern those people that really hate you and those people that are really a fan. Because those people that really hate you, watch this, their goal is to really kill you. That's a difference. So some of these people, their intention is not to kill you. They, they're really fans right that's why they follow you that's why they do whatever that they do because at the end of the day they really want to be your friend right and so that's the story for another day but the whole point of the matter is we can't spend our time on people that are working against us now you fight absolutely if it's like something where you know that you have to fight and you can discern the difference of when it's something that you have to really fight and it's something that you just have to overlook but with some of us we get too distracted you can't spend time i'm gonna say this right really fast my grandma used to say this to me when i was younger you cannot stop people from talking about you. You cannot stop people from saying certain things about you. People have the right to say what they want to say, right? And so literally, you can't spend so much time trying to figure out why people said it, when did they say it, what was the purpose of them saying it. They're saying it because I'm trying to tell you what I said. These people are for hire. And so when these people are for hire, they're hired to make sure that you don't get to your destination. It's called satanic roadblocks. And so the, the, the best thing to do for which is to literally not engage and ignore because I'll give you the deeper part of it. When you literally make communication with them. Now you're you're doing a covenant of agreement of conversation. And literally what they're waiting to do is to release the assignment that's behind a demonic portal. And then now, and they don't even really know what's behind the portal because the enemy don't even give them access to everything that they're doing. They move without information. They just move off of their emotions because pain was a door that they got there and they fulfill assignments that really they have no idea of what they're doing. And so literally when we make communication with them and we make agreement to converse with them whatever assignment that's behind that demonic portal right literally now it's able to actually come through in the natural because everything starts in the spirit first before it transcends to the natural and this is why it's so important to not engage and ignore the best way to frustrate a witch is to not respond I just keep feeling these hushes, these silences over Jerusalem. The best way to frustrate a witch is to not respond back to cinder. Back to cinder. Because watch this. You'll spend so much time on trying to check a witch that literally you don't even understand that the purpose of them being there is to distract you to the point that you never keep walking because why when you actually have to address something what do you do you have to stop you have to stop where you are just to address a situation and then watch this you'll find yourself going back and forth with somebody who's low level with somebody who's not even on your level with somebody who's not even hitting the direction that you're going and watch this with somebody who's sold out who sold out and then watch this you stood there for whatever length of time that you did just to converse about something that was not even important distractions versus discipline discipline versus distraction we got to be disciplined in our walk because while you're walking literally there's going to be so many things that are going to happen that are going to be obsolete every time that you get to a rest stop when you're about to ascend to this place called next there's going to be a distraction because we said this earlier there is no baby without a labor right there is no labor without contractions and so literally this is how you know when something is about to be pushed out because here comes the distractions but if you don't put yourself in a posture of discipline meaning put yourself in a place of prayer put yourself in a place of fasting put yourself in a place of you're consistently pressing in the presence you're building relationship every little thing that comes you'll be distracted and watch this you'll never 
never finish projects. You'll never finish assignments. You'll never finish business ideas. You'll never finish ministry ideas because you don't know how to handle opposition. Can I tell you that opposition comes with the call, no matter where you're called to. I don't care if you're called to the church or if you're called to the marketplace. Opposition is assigned to you. Come on, the Bible said that Mary Magdalene has 77 demons that was assigned to her. So that means that there were 77 demons that embodied her that was assigned to make sure she never got to her destination. And watch this. There are still other principalities on the outside of those 77 demons that's camped around her that's assigned to make sure that those demons that's around her do their job. And also, too, that they fight against you. In addition to, watch this, the witches and warlocks that are for hire right they have to literally at the same time fight against you too right so you have all of these entities that's around you that's assigned to make sure that you don't make it to your destination and watch this if you don't understand if god be for you who can be against you? But watch this. I hear it this way. If God be for you, because the first version was B-E-F-O-R-E, -E, but then the second version was B-E and then F-O-R because God is for us. And if he's for us, then who can actually be against us? Which really means who can stop us? And so this is why that relationship is so pivotal and is so vital, because if you don't have that relationship piece, I promise you this, you'll be distracted every time and you won't make it to the destination. And watch this. Your destination is really your relationship because that destination, your end goal. When Paul says, I press for the high call literally is relationship, but also relationship is your entity with the father. You are sanctioned to have divine partnership with heaven, with the father. And literally all you are doing is going back to the one who created you. That is your end goal. Because watch this, we were thrown out of heaven because of sin. And literally now we are on a journey to walking back to the place of where we came from. It's basically walking back to God. And so you got to keep your eyes on the high call, the high prize, which is him. He's our high call. So that's why even when the Bible says, if God be for us, who can be against us? If you're looking towards him, you see nothing else. That's like a horse literally that's in a race. You know the reason why they put those masks on the horse's faces so that the horses can't see what's on the side of them. They can only see what's in front of them. I pray that the Lord releases divine masks for all of you for runners and runners who are running this race because you need to not see what's on the side of you but literally what's in front of you you got to learn how to keep walking and just keep looking at what's in front of you despite of what's going on on the sides of you what's happening on the sides of you there's something in front of me that i need to see there's something in front of me that the enemy doesn't want me to see and as long as he can like uh deal with my peripheral vision and cause things to come in my peripheral vision then i won't see what's on the in like the front of me what's coming front in front of me where i'm supposed to be hitting and so little oh father we bind the demonic blinders father we bind the demonic blinders that literally the enemy would try to put on us so that we can't see yes lord i hear you because you need not to be distracted. You need discipline. You need discipline for the journey so that you can get to where you're going. We need discipline. Because some of us, we get distracted too easily and too quick. At the first sign of calamity, we're running. At the first sign of calamity, we're stopping. When well, we don't understand that true faith is shown at the time of calamity. True faith is shown at the time of calamity. So that really means how you really feel in that moment is what's going to show up. And literally the Lord has been teaching me in this season how to literally respond with joy. 
how to respond with joy. And in exchange, the Lord has been giving me unspeakable joy because they had you had we had to get to a place that literally even during times of famine, even during times of calamity, even during times when it doesn't look like what we want it to look like, that we say, Father, even in this, I still see glory. And literally, when we show the Father that we can still glorify him no matter what we see going on around us, watch this in exchange, he gives us unspeakable joy. So, Father, we thank you for unspeakable joy that we are posturing ourselves to receive because we are going to respond with joy. Father, help us to condition our spirit men to respond with joy so in turn we can receive unspeakable joy. Father, give us the tools and the equipment that we need, Father, to help us to not be distracted on the journey. But, Father, we need discipline. So, Father, we give you permission to discipline, Father, and discipline disciple our spirit man so father we can make sure that we press and reach the high call because father we know that all we have is an assignment whether it's in ministry or in marketplace and so father we thank you for everything that you're doing even for considering us but father you said to the enemy have you considered my servant job so father even when there is times of afflictions we know that father you are only considering us and so father we are honored to be considered and so, Father, we just ask you to help us that literally during the time of considering that literally you help us to be strategic as to how we are supposed to operate, what to fight and what not to fight, what to speak on and what not to speak on. Father, rise and braise our lips. Father, braise our lips. Father, for Isaiah said, I am a man of unclean lips. So, Father, if you have to keep coal in our mouths, keep it. Father, so that our words are not tainted and that we might not sin against thee. So, Father, we thank you, we love you, and we honor you, and we magnify you, and we adore you, and we lift you up. We thank you for visiting us here at the Dope Girls Pray podcast. Father, we thank you for your hand being on this podcast. May it reach the masses. May it reach whoever the person that will listen to this. Father, let them come out with an experience, Father, from you, because we know that the greatest miracle that Jesus ever performed on earth was conversion of our minds. Father, let this be an counter father that would produce conversion let conversion permeate through the airways and father we won't forget to give you all the glory and the praise and the honor that is due to you for it is only due to you for you are the i am and we worship you for who you say that you are and it's in jesus's name that we pray amen all right guys listen it was so great 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 speaking with you guys on this morning i pray that this podcast was really beneficial for you and to you and share it with somebody else let somebody else know about the dope girls pray podcast international we air whenever the lord tells us to air i'm sorry guys that we're not in a season of just putting out continuous content but we only pour literally when the lord tells us to and so guys continue continue to tune in and listen go back and listen to other podcasts if you have not heard us before we have many a podcast that you can go back and listen to and benefit from guys we love you we love you we love you and remember Dope girls do pray. Ha. So where do I begin here on this journey? So hey girlfriend, hey girl bay, hey best bay. Listen, this journey is super hard. I'm talking about courting without a touch. The promise has a sound. Listen, guys, we're going to do a series called Courting Without a Touch. Um, hyphenated or aka the promise has a sound. Guys, listen, this is like a dear diary type of series because when I tell you this journey has been so difficult and so hard that if the Lord would have told me that the promise has a sound or according without a touch or this supernatural marriage that he was bringing to me was going to be this hard in the beginning i would have absolutely positively without a doubt said no to him guys listen this journey has been hard now watch this it hasn't been hard for the fact of the matter of like hormonal type of situations because that's not really the situation once you kind of really discipline yourself um, and you take sex out of the equation because I really believe that literally um, when you add sex into the equation of courting 
right or some of you guys do the dating i don't do the dating i'm not allowed to date but with the courting because courting is different from dating um dating literally it it calls oh how do we all right let's like really break it down from the world's view of dating when we date let's just be honest it like everything is off limits meaning like you can do whatever you can kiss you can hug you can touch you can have sex you can do whatever you can go out all this stuff where with courting if you think about how courting actually worked um back in the day it was something that was done with an audience you request an audience with a person right like a formal invitation and it was something that happened publicly in the eyes of other people and why was this it was a protection mechanism so that no one could try to say that something happened that did not happen right so courting is kind of different from dating because dating you can do that privately like you can date someone and y'all could be in the house and no one will ever know what actually happened if something happened or not where versus with courting this is something that's done publicly so like you would actually maybe eat lunch in public eat breakfast in public eat uh dinner in public everything is always done in front of people like an audience but let's get back to this this dear diary oh that's what i'll actually name this one dear diary the first um episode of courting without a touch listen so all right let's start over so literally almost like two years ago because it's going on like a year and a half now the lord told me literally that i'm going to have a supernatural marriage it's going to be a supernatural marriage um wedding sorry and literally he said that i would know him by his sound and he would know me by my sound so that means literally like I was never going to like date this person. Um, I actually did not know though how this was going to actually go. I didn't know if like we were going to actually like court for some time, meaning like physically like do stuff or whatever. But clearly, the Lord is not allowing none of this stuff to happen. I, I'm at a point right now, I don't even know what's going on. It's like, God, what are you doing up there for real? Because like I am just lost as to the process. But let's go back to the beginning. Um, literally because I was like in a cycle of like marriage, right? So, um, my adult life, I've been nothing but married since the age of 20 years old, right? I've been nothing but a wife. I actually dated one time. Um, I had a boyfriend for like two years before I actually walked into ministry. Um, well before ministry, but this is like when I was building a relationship with the father and I dated for two years and it actually, in my mind, it wasn't that bad. Um, there was some mm, damper things, but it wasn't too, 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 too bad um, because we were actually like building, like real life building. Um, but then the Lord was like, his time was up. I think the Lord gave him some time to actually like get himself together. Um, and he did not do that. And so the Lord was like, nope, sis, um, this isn't the one and it's, it's not going to work. I gave him a chance. His time is up. And so literally, um, and when he met by that is because like, I was calling him, you know, to salvation. Um, I was trying to like work with him as it pertains to belief system, not so much of just going to church, but more so like actually trying to build up his faith, like in Christ. Right. So that ended, the Lord was like, give up that quarter million dollar house and that man, he sent the prophet. And I was like, God, are you kidding me? Come on. This is journal entry number 22 now right god are you kidding me and so the lord was like yep i'm serious and so literally i had to give up that house and that man um and the lord had to start me over and so i tried dating again for like three months literally the lord works with me in threes um prophetically and so i dated this pastor for like three months and it he was so nice let's start there he was super nice he was like he was so sweet you know, he paid for everything. He was a door opener. He was a charmer. He was all of this like fun stuff or whatever. However, um, we just kind of like clashed when it came to, first of all, let's start here. I'm just going to be honest. This is no shade, right? But I told him coming into the relationship, like, hey, I'm being kept. I'm not having sex. And he kept trying to have sex with me. Let's start there right that's no shade to him but that's what he actually tried to do and I was like feeling a lot of conviction because I'm like hey this is not where I'm going like the direction 
um, and I'm trying to keep myself. And if like you, and this is how you'll always know too. We're gonna to kind of go deeper in this. I want to give too much away, but how you'll always know when it's not the promise because the counterfeit will take you back to a place that you got delivered from. And I had got delivered already from the spirit of perversion. I already told the Lord that I wanted to be kept, so I was not having sex. So then, if you find somebody that comes along and try to take you back to where you got delivered from, ten out of ten, y'all, that is not the promise. Okay, that is absolutely a counterfeit. And so literally, um, you know, he was nice though. Besides that one thing, like I, I have to honestly say he was a sweet person. He was nice. He was he was supportive of me, of me walking in ministry and like what I was doing. He helped me out like so much. Um, but he was like an Adam, right? And this is another thing that you have to learn on the journey of like the courting without a touch and the promise has a sound, right? That literally you have to know what type of man is assigned to your destiny, but you have to know who you are first too. What kind of woman do you see yourself as in the Bible? Even though, let's be honest, every woman in the Bible was not like a superiorly great example, right? But you do have some women that were like great examples. What am I? What do I mean by some women that wasn't a great example? Because first of all, anytime that the Lord does not mention your name in the Bible, you were a bad wife. Come on, I'll give you an example. Job's wife, Lot's wife, right? If you were just named like that, the wife of somebody... That means literally like God was done with you. You were not a good wife, right? You didn't even get a chance to get your name in there, but your presence was made known, right? But when you have people like Esther, right? But let's just be honest. Esther, she gave us an example of like a queenly anointing, right? And how um, a queen conducts herself and how she won the heart of the king. But we don't really know so much of Esther as a wife. Like we just saw like the characteristics of Esther, but we didn't really get like so much information to see how Esther was as a wife. And honestly, I don't even think like she was the king's wife. Like if we want to be technical with the Bible, it just said that she was in the household. He was married to Vashti. He wasn't married to Esther. But during that time, the king was allowed to have like as many women in the palace as he wanted and she was just one of those women we don't even really know for sure for sure if esther was i ever even intimate with him we do not know the bible does not speak of it holy spirit may give us some revelation we don't know but the point of the matter is the whole purpose of her being there in the palace was to win the affection in the heart of the king so that she can help her people to get free right that's the story of esther y'all gotta read your bible right read your bible right so literally um back to like my journey so like after I ended up like breaking it off with the guy um the pastor at that time and there's no shade against pastors don't take it as shade against pastors there are some great pastors out there he just wasn't the pastor for me right and so literally um the Lord was like okay here's like some options for you because I made a decision like okay I did not want to be the enemy's guinea pig anymore like I wasn't going to be his guinea pig anymore as it pertains to dating so I made a decision executively on my own that I wasn't going to date anymore right and so literally from then on there I did not date like I've never dated right I adventured out for like three months and tried something else again oh when I say that thing broke me into a million pieces but when I say it pushed me into another place in God I thank God for it because even in it, I saw glory. Um, but that situation, it had to happen. I'm going to be honest. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in this podcast, like going down episodes later. Because, y'all, we got something to talk about, friend. Okay? So, literally, um, once I told the Lord that I did not want to date anymore, right, um, I kind of just was like, all right, you know, Lord, <clears throat> I don't know what this next step is about to look like what it is supposed to look like, what you're going to have to teach me, right? And so literally the Lord sent the prophet. And this prophet came and literally he started to teach me about rib talk. And he started to teach me about sounds in the spirit and how sound creates movement and how everything has a sound in the spirit, that the husband has a sound in the spirit, the wife has a sound in the spirit, children have a sound in the spirit, money has a sound in the spirit. Yes, money has a sound in the spirit. And literally when the sound comes, it creates a movement. And so literally the Lord had to take me on a journey of sounds. I had to learn literally what was the sound of heaven 
and what was the sound of hell because both places has a sound and if you're not careful hell can actually sound like heaven because the enemy knows how to emulate light because he came from light he just chose now to use his light for darkness right but they still are both lights because if you think about the bible literally when the lord created um the world first not the world first he created light first and he created the low light first and then the highlights right and so the low lights literally kind of symbolizes the kingdom of darkness because it's still a light but it's not a highlight right highlights are different they shine brighter where low lights they shine darker but there's still a shining to it there's it's still a light right and so literally um yes so I um he started teaching me about sounds and different things like that and so I kind of like was at a point like okay God I need to kind of like get to know you the more right so I really 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 like started really building my relationship with the father that is so important guys on this journey because literally before you can even kind of walk anywhere whether it's relationship whether it's marriage whether it's business whether whatever it is that relationship component it has to come first because if you don't have the relationship with the father you literally are going to have to keep turning around because every time that you go out before him and he's not with you he'll let you get the so far and then you got to turn around and go back and get him and then he's going to say okay now that you got my hand now take me back out there with you and so what happens with us in life is literally we keep going out there right and we go before god and we go without him and then he'll say okay you got to the place of where you need to in your own strength but then there's a there comes a time where you need his strength and he says now because in this place that you're in you need my strength now you got to come back and get me so imagine watch this that you're going on a journey meaning say you're going to go and visit someone and it's going to take you five hours to get to this house Right, and you're driving, 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 and then all of a sudden you realize in the middle of a three hour mark, like you forgot, um, I don't know, your wallet. Right? Say you forgot your wallet or something. And what normally happens now, some of us we probably wouldn't go back home, right? Or say, Oh, father, I'm I'm gonna use this. Say if you were driving on a journey and you put the car seat in the car and God forbid this and you forgot the baby in the house, right? You done packed up everything. And I say this because this will make people turn around because some of y'all know y'all ain't going to turn around for your wallet. You don't care about driving around illegally without a license. Shame on you. Uh-huh. Yep. Talking to you. But if you knew that it was something vitally that you needed, that you were responsible over, a key share holder too, you will go back and get it. And so I use the baby because I'm pretty sure, right, that the most of you will go back home if you realize, and this has happened in real life. It has to happen to me, right? But it's had, this has happened to people where literally they have packed up the whole car, the whole house, the whole family and forgot a child because the child may have been asleep. They may have not been paying attention. They may have just been going off an of overload and they got to the destination and realized like, oh my God, it was like home alone, Kevin, right? So you go back to get this child but literally do you know that this is what happens literally that every time that we go out and we don't bring god with us right you started that business without him you started that ministry without him you try to start that relationship without him and every time that you try to start these relationships especially since that's what we're talking about without him he'll he'll let it get to a certain peak and then he'll let it fall and then say okay because since we we, but we can't see this though because see because what most of us do is we'll just go okay that relationship didn't work let's go find another relationship where the lord was trying to say no come back and get me because watch this when you actually go back and get him and you build with him now you know what to look for because if you know him you know what to look for that looks like him oh girlfriend did you like that i like that part that part was good to me because now you know what to look for because if he resembles your father if he resembles christ right especially then you'll know that the man that's coming to you because he should be to you as christ is to the bride he is the groom you are the bride you are his first bride and then the church is his bride too especially right and so because some of us don't know how christ actually treated the church this is why I literally 
a lot of us we we get into these bad relationships or we don't have successful relationships or even marriages to the likes because literally we don't even know what to look for because we haven't done our first works was and that was literally to build relationship right so listen because i think that this journey is going to be good right i think that we're going to dive deep on courting without a touch and the promise has a sound i think that we're going to dive really 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 deep in this because i think that this is something that needs to be talked about because there's a lot of you out there that the lord is going to give supernatural marriages to and 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 watch this you feel crazy on the journey right you feel crazy because you're like wait a minute God, I don't I, I don't even know who the person is, when it's going to happen. And for some of you, you do know who it is. You do know when it was supposed to happen. And it's and sometimes literally it does not look like what God said. Right? Because sometimes ooh, God, he does this thing that's kind of annoying, right? We could I, I could talk to God like this because I have real relationship with him. I could call him annoying sometimes. Because literally he'll he'll show us something in an open vision or a dream where that thing looks so cute. He'll it'll be like it'll be plated. It will have the the this, the uh guarding botanical guarding all around it with the flowers, and you're like, oh God, when the promise comes, he's gonna look like a knight in shining armor. And then when you see it in real life, you be like, God, he don't even act like what you just showed me in that dream. Uh uh-uh, uh, God, I want what you just showed me in that open vision. Listen, because the one thing that I learned literally about God is he does more than he says. And literally, he doesn't tell us what the journey is really going to encompass. And so this thing is super hard. And I decided to share this literally with my dope girls because I know that I'm not the only one that's on this journey that has been on this journey and that the Lord had made this promise to about supernatural marriages, supernatural children, all of the above. And we're going to go dive deep into this, this journey. I'm committed myself to this series because I know that it's needed and it's going to help a lot of women literally who are literally courting without a touch and watch this you're doing the right thing don't let no one tell you because that you're you're not courting with compromise right that you're doing a bad thing because society would tell us we're crazy sell ourselves short go and date this person go and view your options because watch this there's going to be sometimes the promise is not going to line up and you're going to be like oh my god girl i thought that you said and literally you're going to have to stand on his word that my word does not return back to me void and that what god says it is so Right. Even though some days it's not going to look like it, but literally you have to stand on his word. And so literally, listen, y'all, this journey is going to be awesome because I'm going to be your journey partner. I'm going to walk with you. Literally, I'm going to tell you guys my obstacles and the things that I face daily and things that has happened to me on the journey. And it's going to be fun and exciting. This podcast is going to be super dope. And I know that it's going to touch many lives. I'm declaring and decreeing that millions of women all over the world, literally, who are courting without a touch are going to have successful, supernatural marriages without compromise because this is the purification that the Lord is bringing back to kingdom marriages kingdom marriages he is purifying kingdom marriages because these marriages have something to do in the earth and on the earth and this is why there's such a fight literally that the enemy is fighting us because literally he does not want the manifestation of what God said to begin to permeate in the earth because I'm trying to tell you this marriage is not for you it's not for your pleasure and for your fun even though some of us are so focused more on the wedding we're not more focused on the I do and that's what the enemy attacks he attacks the agreement he doesn't care so much about your wedding that's why sometimes you don't really have so much folly going up into the wedding is usually after the i do because now his job is to draw the wedge between a husband and a wife and if he could do that that's one of his greatest accomplishments because if he can separate us then we cannot procreate and we can't reproduce so listen guys i'm excited make sure you tune into the dope girls pray podcast recording without a touch the promise has a sound i am your host kamisha h guys and i will absolutely see you next time be great